Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, Click This fans. Want to get closer to the show than ever? Join Click This TV. Click This TV offers early commercial-free access to wrestling's hottest podcast, plus live audience tapings of their show every friggin' week, and your chance to participate with Kevin and Sean in the monthly Nash and Friends watch-along show. Head to clickthistv.com now and get inside the show that's just too sweet. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. L.A. Knight here. Kev, I want to thank you for bringing me on here before the millions and millions of Click This listeners. I remember watching you in the 90s. My mom, Atta, would sit me down on her knee and tell me I could be anything I wanted to be, and believe me, I took that to heart. I look up to you, big man, big sexy, and I know the hard road you had Growing up on the mean streets of Detroit, hey, don't think I had it easy. Imagine fitting in being the son of a black Nova Scotian and a Samoan broad, but you were an inspiration, big man. Now, I gotta be on Raw tonight, so I'm gonna get out of here fast and furiously, like the mummy was chasing me onto a jungle cruise. But thanks for letting me hop on, Big D. Someone broke into my signal here. It should have been me. What did I miss? It was Race Bannon from Johnny Quest. Johnny <clears throat> Quest. Click this, the Kevin Nash podcast. Uh, he is Kevin. I'm Sean. Listen, and lest anyone think that L.A. Knight was here, that motherfucker was not real. So... Uh, there up some confusion. Uh, I I have to start with it, Kev. Um, I'd like everyone tonight to take a moment and remember how we started here. There were three of us, um, two in your room there and me uh, way over here. Uh, today is the nine month. Um, uh, yes anniversary of anniversary of, of Tristan's moving yeah, so on. Um, I didn't realize that nine months it's the it, it coincides with the same day. Like it's Wednesday. Yeah, it is. Right. So I guess at nine months it loops. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, you're talking about a child and the nine months. That's a, a kind of an interesting thing there. Yeah. 
But um, not that we'd forget anyway. We keep the 4T on our screen as we do forever. And uh, so just a moment. I know we have fans that have joined us long after that, you know, that come on to the uh, come on to the show. And so just a little something to remind everyone why we're here, how we got here. Don't forget our past. Um, um, some feedback from last week. Grip Strength says, I really enjoy hearing the training updates. Would love it if you made it a weekly se- segment and shared even more. Well, I mean, we could drop into it if you guys have questions. I always bring, I try to bring up when someone has like a question. Like last week we did legs, right? Someone had a question about your leg uh your leg regiment. Yeah, then I then I tried to I tried to to follow that, and I about died, about killed myself. I was like, "Whoa!" I what? got to yeah, I got the next to, day. No, it was like two days later. I had I was just like I, seven plates did not go on the leg press. Do you follow? You have to go on. I'll look. I'll look it up. It's on Instagram. It's uh, it's Jim something G Y M something and it's like fails epic fails from morons See, i can't i can't watch i can't watch people like pull biceps or it's not all injuries it, it, it's it's just like stupid shit like me you know it doesn't not necessarily anything graphic but like someone trying to do like a snatch and their legs come out from under them and yeah i can't watch that shit you can't watch it you, no. you, because no, you feel for the person you don't no, yeah, because well, people are doing some asshole stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. Overtaxing their uh, their abilities. You get what you deserve if you're doing something. Ridiculous. Yeah, but you, the way I the way I look at it, you, you actually have to be in the fucking gym to get hurt in the gym. So, so there's some some street cred. <laughs> yeah, at least for a little something, right? Now I will sit <laughs> on my fat ass. <laughs> And laugh at you, motherfuckers, uh, overloading the weight. As you there. slowly converged into a fi- into Truman Capote. Oh, my, as my arteries <laughs> calcify, absolutely. You'll have your day to laugh at me. Look down and laugh at me. Uh, was... David Martinez. What do you mean you look down and laugh at you? Fuck, dude. <laughs> With my blood against your blood, dog, you might be looking down at me. No, I meant into the, my grave. Oh. Uh, onto my headstone. You're not being cremated? You know, that's an interesting thing. Uh, I th- I think I probably would want to be put into a wall somewhere. Uh, but, in like, a, but, like, but in your... Like, oh, oh, like like just the urn. I don't, you know... God, why, why, why do you want to take up real estate, man? What about in one of those mausoleums where they cremate you and you just, you get like a... a a spot there. My son's underneath my, my I, I I look at my TV and my son's urn is right underneath my TV. Right. You know, so it's just like I don't know. Maybe there'll once, be a new once <clears throat> once he once 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 my son's heart stopped. That was it was still my boy. It was still my son, but like when I looked across his, his you know across his body into my wife's eyes. It was like he's gone, and yeah, and like when we walked, like once you walk out of that room, you know, out, out of the ICU, and you sit down and you do paperwork, and 
you know, and then you go and then you set up for the uh, the funeral home to, to come, you know, get his body. And then you set up for cremation, you know, then that's, we never, like once I kissed my son on his forehead and said, you know, goodbye. That was the, the next time I, next time I saw him was in an urn. Did you, um, did you need an extra layer of closure? Do you think you needed a ceremony of some kind? Or no. You didn't? No. Because I always pondered, I'd be at a funeral, and I'd wonder, what the, like, what are we doing? Like, what is this that medieval? It, 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 to, 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 for Tamara and I, number one, and I don't think I've ever told it, any, this, this story, but when they came to get my when the when we called nine one one and, and the, uh, the the fire guys you know came and uh, to 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 take him to the hospital, Tr- Tristan turned around and when he as he turned around and sat up, that's when he started to have his he, he went the first thing he did he went in a spasm. And he reached for me because I was on the edge, end of the bed, and we looked right into each other's eyes. And he was reaching for me, like, 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 like with his hand. And then he had the cardiac arrest, and I was locked into his eyes. I, I just saw that, like that. You know that it's. I mean, it's just so when they and they jerked him, like right from there. You know, the guy put his hands on his neck. They said, I said, code. They jerked him on the floor off of his bed onto the floor, cut his shirt, and then zapped him. They got a, a pulse. And then they got him, you know, they, they basically put him on the backboard and dragged him down the stairs, down the cement stairs with his fucking hands hanging, you know, but bouncing off the fucking concrete. And I'm kind of running behind and they put him in the, the back of the ambulance and because as a society now we're just not strong enough or maybe we're just we maybe this is just an advance but it almost looks like a, a machine with a turnbuckle on it and they put it on the chest for the compressions and then they just were bagging him as they took off and you know this is Tamara and I took like we knew that this was going to be and we didn't know how bad it was at that moment, but we didn't think it was good. And uh, I said, you know, we're going to be in the hospital. Like, oh, this is going to be all day. Like, I think we yeah. should take a shower before we, uh, you know, I, I just, I'm just not one of those people that just, I'm not one of those hysterical, you know, it's just like I always, I'm trying to think of, you know, through this and mm-hmm. i mean i made a i went downstairs it took me two seconds to make a protein shake made a protein shake so i had something in my stomach and then we basically me driving that s class I, I basically beat the ambulance i gave it like a 10 minute head, head start and i'm i'm wet it's i'm passing it you know and uh Did he go to, up on 95 to that uh no he went to this little small because they they were this is when I knew he was in trouble. They took him to this little regional on Dunlot in this little Halifax. because They wanted to stabilize him before they even moved him to the ICU where they took uh, Earnhardt. And um, 
so I mean, I, and then the the doctor came out, and he was laying there on the gurney, and had like you know they had a thing down his throat for him to breathe, but his eyes were wide open still. And my wife said, "I want to go in there," and I said, "No, you don't want to go in there. Like you don't want to see him like this." And then the doctor the doctor came out and pulled us aside, and uh, just said, "Just." spend as much time as you can with him. Mm. And I was saying, well, really, I just thought I'd go fucking train chest. I have a golf like, game. And yeah. Yeah. Really? I got fucking suits I'm trying to catch up on. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, then we went to the other hospital and, uh, um, so they did move them. They moved them. Okay. And, uh, we followed that. We followed that 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 ambulance to Halifax, and then we went in, and then they had us like in a some code. You know, you had to have a code to sit in this waiting room, and he was in there about probably about thirty or forty minutes. They found a a, a, a tear in his esophagus. I don't know if it happened when he went had the seizure, or whatever. But there was a tear, in his, so he was getting, he was having, some, he had some blood coming up. So they had to address that, and they put him on some coagulants and some other things. So when we came in, I mean, he was he was hooked up to so much shit, and um, and they also had him on like a warming, like the almost like the uh, sleep gimmick we have, where you can warm it. Oh, to, to regulate his temperature. Yeah, so they had him on that, and um, his blood pressure was real low. His pulse was, you know, maybe sixty-two, sixty-three, but his blood pressure was like ninety over sixty. Mm. So, yeah, it was. Kev always thinking of the show as he slides a sleep me mattress under his son. In the hospital there, so that you could do a testimonial. I'm gonna hand it to you. Yeah. Now, when I um, I talked to you in the morning, uh, I guess soon. Well, we texted in the morning soon after. I guess he was taken nine or ten in the morning, something like that, right? Or late afternoon. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was. It was, it was. It was. I think he. I think. I, I want to think he left the house at ten twelve. Okay. Right. And uh, and then there was a, a big gap, and then when I heard from you again, it had got, it was I mean it was a severe text. I don't I don't remember the verbiage, but it was yeah. I see. I critical. said he, I think it was a critical. I said he's not going to make it. right, right. And so in that gap of like eight hours or whatever, were you? When were you, were you notified? Like when was there hope, and when? Was there less hope throughout at, the day? At the beginning, um, there was like a frenzy of, of, of activity around him. You know, like they were, they, they were, and just, they had two, you know, they had two internists in there. They were, you know, they had a cardiologist. I mean, there was, and we were off into like a, a little corner because the last thing we want to do is, is was get in the way. But at the same time, I wasn't fucking not going to have eyes on. So um, then they got him to where he was stable. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and once I got them stable, then the, the, one of the, uh, one of the doctors in the, uh, in the ICU, uh, took us back to the skip where we could talk, where we could we look at top secret clearance. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would say it's, it was a bathroom, but, uh, they, uh, they, he took us in there and, um, he said, that was the first time he said the he's, he said the, the, the heart attack that he had, the cardiac arrest that he had was, is, is severe and he's starting to show other organs are starting to shut down. Like this, there's the kid is his kidney out output is lessened, you know? So they, they were starting to show, um, signs and when do you have to come to grips with the fact of how that night was going to end was there hope up till the end i mean when you text me throughout no, the night no uh, no it it two about at 2 30 in the morning yep um it was it wasn't if but when Right. So then it was like, you know, then we just, it, it was just for Tamara and I just to take in as, as much as we could. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I, and I said, I made some requests, you know, I asked that they please, you know, I asked first, had they done the proper toxicology? for any kind of drugs because I didn't want, you know, I knew he didn't do anything. Right. You, you don't know, want it misreported. That I don't, yeah, I don't want my, some always oh, kid OD. I didn't want any of that fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. So they said, yes, we've, 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 we've done full panel. He has, he has nothing because I knew he wasn't drinking because he, he had stopped drinking. Right. So he didn't even have alcohol on him. So he had nothing in him. I'm sure he had THC because you know, we both had medical marijuana cards. That doesn't put you in cardiac arrest. No. So, um, I just, I, you know, we were talking in the room and Tristan was in the room. The doc was talking and I said, can I talk to you outside? I said, listen, I said, I I don't want to sit here and talk about the demise of my son. If there's a chance that he's coherent and can hear Mm -hmm. this. You know, like, yes, I said, fuck. I said, can you, I said, number one, I said, can we talk? I said, I, I don't want to be far from him either. I said, can you not give him fentanyl or something that like where he's like, when he does pass, he won't, there'll be no difference in as far as his brain activity. Like it'll just, he'll just, you know, he'll go from sleep into, you know, like what everybody, how everybody wants to go. Right. When you go is, you know, you know, if I fell asleep and I never woke up, that's about as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. So they said, yeah. And I, and they, they, they came in, man. And I, I, they had a little, you know, little bag thing and they hooked it to a machine. And I fucking said, I said, I want to see that. I said, I want to read that that's fentanyl. I want to know that, you, that, that I don't want some bogus shit. I want to know that my kids not in any pain. And, uh, you know, they put him on the respirator 
And he was, you know, once they put him on the respirator, you know, he, he, every time, he, you know, they breathe, they jerk. And as soon as they gave him that fentanyl, fuck, man, it was just, he was, it was, I don't know if I could have went another five hours of watching him on every breath, like, you know, and anybody that's watched somebody on a respirator, it's just, I don't know, that was, that was, it was, it was like fucking, it was unbelievable. And uh, once I gave him that fentanyl, it just looked like he was snoozing. Yeah, he was just, the thing was breathing for him. He could just use his, you know, just his chest rise and fall. And even his, um, his, his heart rate, um, which I would, would have thought it went down it actually didn't. It was almost like the, the, the blood pressure and everything else, like kind of, it kind of had a little bit of a spike to whereas I think just putting you in where your body's just not, not fighting so hard to, you know, to, to put up with that, that uh, respirator. Yeah. But, um, we knew, you know, it was just like we sat there right. and why we, we want, when, when his heart rate went into the forties at around 5. AM, it was just like, we knew that he, and I said, that's when I asked the, um, the nurse that was in there, I said, I can, I, I can visually see when, when, when my son's heart's going to uh, flatline. I said, I don't want to fucking hear it. I said, is there any way you can, you know, turn this? She said, well, oh, like, the, the beeping. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to hear. I don't want like, no, like I'll know. Cause I, I'm looking at the, the, the monitor right, right above his head. And, uh, She's like, well, it's it, yeah. If we do that, it's gonna make it. it it'll make it the, the monitor black and white. And I'm like, that's fine. I, I wasn't looking for you know that. You know, NWO tribute. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't looking for the Avatar uh, send off. You know, and uh, yeah, we just sat there, and then it, it just all of a sudden it was just like, and we looked at this. And it, I remember it, it, you saying that line. when. You, you turned to Tamara and said, "What are you feeling?" And to, what was her term? Peace or or, yeah. or something she like just, that, right? Because after yeah, that, the, she said the he's madness of. She said he's at peace. Yeah, you know? yeah. We just God, we just Tamara just found like a bunch of his um, journals and his poems, and oh God, I. Do you ever think about doing something with them, like to yeah, to reading them, them re to read the them? <laughs> well, to no, share. I mean, he no. was an artist, and no. no, never, never. They 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 weren't for us to read. They weren't right. for Tamara and I to read. They weren't. They, I would never. Different they, than the music, then. Yeah, because it was one of his one of his ongoing things was he was so worried about um <clears throat> Kev, this isn't how I, I, I wanted to to yeah, make but... you go through this whole thing. I, I, I um I just wanted to make sure everybody who joined us, you know, after well, the mean, ball got rolling I've remembered been, that I, there was I've, three I've been, of us. I've, you know, I've been there all day. I know. And uh I just I'll just end it with this just saying that he had an ongoing fear of losing one of us. 
So you saw that in the writings yeah. um, that you went through. Yeah. So I still keep his. Uh, I have uh, his last text from me that told everybody about the thing there. I, I can't read it. It says, love you, man. I don't know what the fuck we were, so we were talking about the show or something. And uh... I think that was after that sleepover. What's that? I think that was after you guys sleepover. I'm not even going for I can't go for one right now. <laughs> I can't go for one. Um, uh, James Bedford, people sharing. Uh, thanks for sharing, Big Kev. That podcast you did right after was one of the most touching things I've watched made me think about life that you powered on through such sad times. I was actually on a show last night. Um, uh, Husey is the podcast name, and Shuli from The Stern Show is one of the people on there. And I was on promoting the book, but they asked about this show, and uh, the uh, I talked about the connection with our with our people, and I said that it could have been like any other podcast. It certainly wasn't going to be like any other wrestling podcast because we decided no. early on. But it could have been like any other podcast until Tristan passed. And when I didn't think we would do a show that week and you said to me, I have to let everybody know from me what happened, not from the news. And I think that um, built that connection that we have with Plus, audience. you know, like we've, we've, I mean, it was his idea of, to, for me to even, right. you know, it, it, everything was his idea. So to me, it's just like he passes. Like the one thing, no matter, you know, the people that, that you know, that, that, that don't pay us our fucking money on time. And I mean, and I, and, and, and I apologize to people out there that say, Jesus, man, there's, there's so many commercials and, you know, but everything in life's a business and i'm my wife's sitting down uh, you know two miles down down the ocean right now in, a, in an empty house and i'm sorry but th there's a price for that and and i got and, and this is a team when we got we got guys that they're they're, they're busting their ass to to make a little coin on the side where this is I, I apologize, but I, I, I hope that you get something out of this besides, you know, occasional cock talk or, you know, I mean. I, I think I, they I, do. I mean, I, yeah. I think time and time again that people, this you is know, a, this we're is, the only show yeah. they do cover to cover. Or, or this is a real, fun, this is always, <clears throat> this has always been a real fucking deal. Mm -hmm. You know. When I describe so many... to people, I say, we don't talk to the audience, we talk with the audience. Yeah. And that's the difference. So. So to those that, you know, that are just joining us, especially those that are just joining the, the 11 soft. Click this TV.com crew. You could be part of it. Go there. This is, this is, this is, this is what we, this is, you know, and I, and I don't, and I'm, as hard as it is sometimes, you know, a lot of times, You know, when I when I when I can verbalize this, it's because I haven't. You know, t t you know, Tamara's had a real hard day today, mm -hmm. so it's just I've kind of just sucked it in. So when I came down here and you brought it up, it's just like, 
maybe fucking it wouldn't hurt for me to say something. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you did. I'm glad we spent some time on it. Uh, David Martinez. Now, uh, now all I got to say is, <laughs> Yeah, we didn't get a lot of play on the hop oh, on yet. Uh, I thought for sure I'd be fucking bastardized for fucking, for the BB gun assault. Nothing. I guess it was different times. I guess that whole yeah. fucking Red Rider, that uh, Christmas story, just put that in a different... <laughs> You know, absolutely. This makes it nostalgia. A couple of kids in the fucking early seventies rifling their fucking cousin with fucking daisies up in the up in the barn just isn't as isn't quite as shitty as fucking something Robert Kennedy Jr. can throw out of his mouth. Whoa. <laughs> David Martinez driving through Tallahassee right now, listening to this, visiting the Palm visit. This visiting Palm Bay, Florida this week, thinking about doing a Daytona run-in, but the Detroit stories of potentially facing a seven-foot monster with a Jason knife scared me off. Jokes aside, the show makes a great travel companion. Re-listening to the past uh, episodes. Thank you, David. does have replayability. We have a lot of replayability. I think you can go back and still enjoy a laugh. Jeremiah. I mean, we can take off months like everybody else does. (laughs) No, I mean, that's, what are we, episode 55, no one's heard of real. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Run yet. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and I know a thing or two about walking out on a bad deal like paying someone else's mortgage. Don't let your landlord get over on you. Walk out on that bad deal and stop throwing your money away on rent today with SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit. You may not even need a down payment. Your new house payment could be less than what you're paying now. So if you're still renting, what are you doing? Conrad and his team can help you reverse your landlord's figure four leg lock and you can move up the card to home ownership. Visit SaveWithConrad.com today. That's right, SaveWithConrad.com today. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Woo! No. Jeremiah Schuyler, Kevin's on to something about mini golf and the hotties. 
maybe they're figuring out what we've already known about golf. It's a lot like sex. You don't have to be good at it to have a lot of fun. There was a comment that somebody that somebody came up on, on our uh, on the YouTube, and I almost have to find it because I just this is this is I mean I, about the I, golf. Yes, and I recall I recall me um, how I explained I'm driving home on this little beach road and there's this little Pirates Cove putt-putt place and there's always attractive women at it. And I just wanted to know, it's not pulling up, but if anybody can find it, it's this guy saying, yes, it's influencers. Like that's like, dude, no, it's not. It's not influencers at my fucking Pirates Cove. Being paid that, to play mini golf there? Yeah. It's Interesting like, concept. I'm like, oh, Jesus, man. I just, let me see if I can find this fucking thing. I think we got it here, Kev. Let's see. Uh, just zoom. My eyes ain't what these used to be. Okay, there it is. The hot women and mini golf course correlation is about influencers or Instagram models making videos for TikTok, IG, or whatever platform they post on. Well, maybe they, but why mini golf as opposed to doing as opposed, anything else in the world? As, yeah, as opposed to when you look at it, wait, so so they're influencers that, that bring their husbands and kids. They bring like three, like they're super hot. And they bring two, two like not so hot friends. Like, no, this is just life. The same guy, like who the fuck comes up with that as their hypothesis? I don't know. I mean, did you? Does anybody see Rogan uh, go over what exactly TikTok? When you sign your your contract, what what TikTok basically? Tells oh, the terms, you the terms and conditions of what of they having, can do. I didn't I, see it. Oh my god! To the point of they have the right to everything you do on your phone. I mean. To the point of spelling out what you type, mm-hmm. they they they've got permission for that. So it's like, I don't get it. Well, I don't I don't have TikTok. Maybe I have Insta- the burner I, maybe I have, the burner phone is back. I have Instagram and I have and I have tw- and, and I have Twitter, which the only reason I don't have the the new if I don't have the new uh. The, tw- the Twitter rival. Oh, Because yeah. if I don't like it, then I lose my Instagram account. Like, there's no... I never I never caught the appeal of TikTok just because... Threads is the, is the new one you're making reference to. Threads. But, um... Plus, I, yeah, that, that name isn't working for me. So, sounds like some fucking Netflix thing about a couple of fucking guys that working out of a basement, putting together a fucking fashion show. Suits, thread. They could be the, the um, spinoff of suits. The guys like, that make the guys that make the suits. Threads. I don't know. Listen, what do I know? I'm, I'm 50 now, so I, of course I think TikTok is useless, but I mean, everyone below me in age seems to 
cling well, to I, it. I like think that fucking... was the whole reason that they put threads together was that face Facebook no longer was uh, anything that 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 the younger right it's it's demographic wanted to use that was it's your, exclusively you know, to see your grandkids now and right. what they're doing that's why i just bought the name myspace good for you <laughs> take this shit back old school baby right. good to see it was available again uh how can it not be far. i'm just surprised they beat Shaq to it <laughs> there's nothing that guy doesn't advertise there's nothing he doesn't shill um tommy damon fritz and his claw were awesome for sure and talk about believable when we did that chop episode did we talk about the claw at all i know the heart punch uh was was discussed i'm sure we did i would have claws a good one especially the double claw if you don't oh. have the leverage of the mat or a turnbuckle, and you can just with hand strength do the double claw on someone two seventy five, you know, six uh, three. Testament to those hands. You know what's really well, funny? We pretty hired... soon, pretty soon, AEW might have to. Uh, might oh, to to ban that. Might, 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 yeah, they might, they, might, they might be switching to that. Only claw, claw yeah, only match. Claw on, a, claw on a pole match. Claw on a pole, exactly. Um, we we hired uh, Kevin Von Erich for one of the roasts, uh, the Terry Funk roast, I think. And, Was he barefoot? Uh, no, we we demanded though that he he appear on the dais that way. But he was out back behind the hotel making a call at one point, and we were either driving by or walking by, and he was holding his cell phone. I'm not going to do it justice because I don't have the hand. In such a way, it was like from it was the claw. He was applying the claw to the phone. I marked out. Everyone marked out in the car. He was kind of talking like this on the cell, and it looked like he actually was applying the claw. He does, I guess, maybe to every. I didn't eat with him to see if he did that, like with the Kaiser bun. If it was picked up in such a way that the claw was being applied, I didn't. I wasn't in the urinal next to him to see if. You know, like what goes on there, but um, yeah, he uh, the claws a a way of life down there for the was for the Von Eric clan. Speaking about how shitty the Charlotte Airport is, <laughs> you sound like one of my commercial transitions. <laughs> oh, I, no, I was I was I was went through Charlotte uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, the 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 entire. There's not a urinal with a fucking divider in any bathroom. I'm just like, wow. Like, trust. Well, I mean, now know that I'll get a good fluff before I get off a plane and take a piss in Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. You don't need yeah. people talking about, yeah, oh, I peed next to Nash. Guess what? A little, a yeah. little, little disappointing. Yeah. You ain't nothing well, to hop on to. It wasn't no Rock Hudson. Exactly. Um, but uh, so is that uh? Might turn into the Anderson Cooper tonight. What the? You yeah, have a little bit of that going on. <laughs> that would make me Andy Cohen. So uh, no sweet. Um, so the Charlotte Airport. Did we, did we do like worst airport? Because you've been in the mall. What, what's uh, got to be the one when that Charlotte's comes up, up on the there. itinerary? Charlotte's, Charlotte's up. Charlotte's fucking way up there. 
I mean, God, man, it's 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 packed with fucking seventy seat jets. I'll tell you one thing though: they, there's a there's a bar that's in the middle of the, co- the concourses, and there's a like a, a a one of those bulls you would ride, but it's not really one of those. It just kind of replicates that. Oh, okay. It's got kind of a, a a cow skin on it instead of leather. But that sits there. I don't know what the fuck the name of that bar is. But I always like, because I, I, we're, we're having this conversation about Charlotte, there was a guy that was working, and it was, I, I was late in Knoxville, thunderstorms, so we'd, we'd land, and i get off the plane, and I know that, that, that it's sat, Saturday night, so I know, like, if I don't get something to eat, I'm looking at it and they're saying I'm not leaving until 1230 and I know that that, that ain't, that ain't going to happen. So mm-hmm. I, I've got to get, so I, I sit down and it's 1101. And I go, what time do you stop serving food? And the guy says 11. And I said, mm. I said, can I get like something to drink? He said, yeah. He said, what, what do you want to eat, man? I'll get it to the kitchen. I'm like, serious? Like I said, like, can I get he said, you can get anything on the menu. I said, oh, dude, a cheeseburger. Just a fucking a double cheeseburger and some fries like, and a, and a Modella. Like, like, I don't care about my diet. I don't care about my cardio. I just fuck, man, I want, I want some fucking grease. I want a couple of beers. I took a half of Xanax. That fucking food came. I waited for that plane fucking until 140. I got home after three. In Daytona Beach, it was just like I didn't give a fuck. Only thing was though, those three Modellas, fucking that, that it made me have to piss. And I was on a Canadian Regional seventy. I couldn't have got my cock in the bathroom, let alone my body. Oh, this a oh, wide small. So now I had to hold my piss, man. And it was just like, I, once again, though, I did at sixty four years old. I made myself proud that you were and able it, to stay yeah. dry. Yeah, because I was. You know, you get to that one point where you think like. I'm just going to piss my pants. Like, I'm just going to piss. And then you're, you're thinking, like, fuck, like, why didn't I, why didn't I get, like, an Evian bottle? You know, I could have fucking, you know. I in, in a pinch like that, you could not fit in that bathroom? No. No, I've tried it before. Wow. It's, I mean, it's, like, this tall. And I'm just, I, yeah, it, it's like the the Skylo low flight there. Yeah, it was fucking brutal. I mean, look, you know what, man? It, it's like Andre and those guys when when they you know they fly to Japan and they couldn't fucking shut the door and they couldn't take a sh- and they have to shit and you know, ugh. Yeah. No, not a fun. Not a Makes fun. Me, all of a sudden, I want beef stew. Crazy. Um, MK discipline. Disciple, excuse me, MK Disciple. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, hands down. He'll win, too. And you'll see how out of touch you guys are. I got tired of his ass on fucking Breaking Bad. You can't tell me he was able to suck me in. He, he I, didn't, I didn't enjoy him in fucking the, I'm anybody or fucking whatever that is, where he was fucking the vigilante. I didn't enjoy that. So don't tell me what the fuck I like and don't like. And don't tell me how out of touch I am. 
motherfucker. If I want to, I don't think he did a bad job, but I think that in that field that we talked about, with yeah, Brian Cox and Jeez, you can't Strong. touch. You're not going to touch Calkin. You can't touch Cox. Oh, I thought you were going to go. You can't touch no, Cox. No, no Culkin. Yeah, I mean that's Culkin is name. fucking. What are I the mean, odds? We got some odds here from. Uh... Yeah, look at it. Six to four. God damn it! I hate being with the favorite. Nine to four. Fucking Bob. Oh, nine to four. Okay, well that's all right. So that's a strong. Yeah, but it's not like we're out of our minds if we're in the same fucking, you know. And on top of that, you know what? When the hell are the Emmys anyway? I don't care because I'm fucking on strike. Yeah. Well, they're still doing them. Yeah, we'll see. It'll it'll be. uh, We'll see who shows up. I think it's in September. We'll see who shows up. It'll be done by then, hopefully. Fucking the network. Of course, the networks are going to fucking aren't going to tell you that it's not going to be there. The networks want you to fucking put 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 it in your fucking calendar. If we're on strike, there won't be anybody fucking walking up there getting anybody a fucking to award. Okay. If you if you walk off the fucking premiere of Oppenheimer, you're definitely not fucking going to be at the Emmys, right? So, unless they fucking AI it. Oh, How yeah, long, oh. you motherfuckers! How long was our last strike? Oh. Uh, 80? The one in 80, right? No, 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 no. Uh, when we were... Oh, 92? I feel like I, when I was doing Sex in the City, I feel like that was... 90, 90, was it 92? It might have been when I was fucking, like, not really worried about it because I was wrestling every fucking day. 2000. Okay, right. Okay, so that makes sense. Right, yeah. Craig lasted right. for several months. That was uh, I, that was the big, uh, I think cable was the big issue there. 80, 80 was the last one that was the double, right? There was one in 80. I don't know if it was a... Uh, yeah, that was a, that was the, and I think I'm pretty sure that was the writers were with us. Now it's, 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 it's all, you know... I've been sitting here like a, I've been sitting here like a moron, like every every uh, week. I, I keep pulling up my uh, my shows, and I'm like, where the fuck is Bill Maher's show at? Where the fuck is Mar at? Where the fuck is Mar at? Where the fuck is Mar at? Oh, he doesn't have any fucking writers. Oh, you mean why? Why? Yeah, why? Well, I mean, I mean, oh, right. they, they they cancel him? I said, fuck it, and I watched him do the uh, the Robert Kennedy interview, as painful as it was. Yeah, in his... Uh, in his... Uh, like he was in Taos, New Mexico, life. and those fucking... Uh, He's south, always, southwestern... He so baked on those, on those podcasts uh from i mean it looks like his basement i don't know if he's in his basement or not but it definitely gives that basement bar vibe no he's got he had a new set he had a different setup for uh for robert kennedy no wasn't he down in the basement no nah, he looked like he was in the he was in like big he's always got with the big with the booze bottles around and this looked like a, a fucking southwestern fucking look like they were at a la quinta in the lobby Maybe um, I, maybe I was stoned when I watched it. I think I was, maybe I feel like that that was still the same set. I have to look. 
Chustin88, someone should make a playable T character for Kevin. Uh, send them the link or whatever so him and T can be a tag team. I'm guessing they mean for a video game. That would be interesting. But I haven't. You know what? I, I, the whole system is in his room, which I sleep in his room. But I just, <clears throat> there's like nothing's been, I don't want to play video games without my kid. Yeah, no, but I'm saying people can use uh, the uh, the Nash, the Nash I don't tag want, team. I don't want. I don't want kids. I don't want. I don't want unless he's a 99. You can't pen him. I don't want anybody fuck with my kid. <laughs> a 99. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. That's the big thing in Madden. You get to the, be the, a, when you're a 99. Player ratings, yeah. Yeah. Well, tonight, if you're listening live. Here on Monday, the 24th of July, 2023. Tonight is the next Nash and Friends 8.30 start time. Special start time, as they always used to say when it was some oddball number. Card gets underway at 8.30 tonight when we're joined in the special How We Killed WCW edition with Kevin Sullivan, everybody. So join Click This TV if you haven't already. Just go to clickthistv.com. Sign up. And, and as my... Less than a cup of coffee a day, which doesn't mean anything since Starbucks. And as my mentor would say, in the Valley of the Blind, the one-eyed man is king. It's going to be great. You guys will get exclusive access to this tonight only for... Uh, Nash and Friends is only for our subscribers at clickthistv.com. Only $9.99 a month, for God's sakes. And you get to be here live every week like our friends here. Ask questions, hang out with Nash, Sullivan, and myself. That's tonight. Um, somebody put up a poll on Twitter that I wanted to show. Before I show the results, I'm going to read the names. At the bottom of the poll, is a say up, huh? Um, not that kind of poll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spelling's a little different. Uh, but who would you rather go to the pub with? And you were on the list, so let's ah. see if we can get a little, uh, some folks here to vote, uh, for who they'd most like to spend some time. What is it, wrestlers? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I was gonna say. Let me let me confirm if it's only wrestlers, but I know. I was say, yeah, it you... is. It is. Yeah. So here they are. It's Kevin Nash, Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, or Kenny Omega. Who would you rather spend time at the pub with? I guess everyone here is going to say you. So, um, well, pull up. I put the what's the poll at right now? So here, here were the results. Ready? Ziggler's. I would. Uh... Stevie got it. Kevin Nash in first at fifty-six percent. Uh, second place was Sheamus at 22. That the key is pub. Right. Right. Uh, the key is pub. Pint, drinking pints. Yeah. You're not at the hotel bar. You're at the pub. I would love to go to fucking the pub with Sheamus and McIntyre. They're right. both good. And they're, they're, they're both funny as fuck. Those, that, that'd be I'd be a bucket list to fucking drink with Seamus and McIntyre. So uh, David Van Boglen says, uh, present company excluded because Kev is always in that spot, but otherwise Drew. So uh, yeah. Kevin would have gone with Drew. Drew's I a good guy, said, man. Somebody said, was it, 
I was I was looking at our site and I, I want to think it was like Conan's uh, keeping it real. They said is is McIntyre like is he worth keeping around? Right? Like is he is he necessary or something like that? Like that was the, like the I didn't I, I didn't I didn't bait it. I didn't listen to it because every time you, you you see one of those, it's never anything that you know. You want to fucking say, oh, Drew's but, uh, such a Drew's such a good guy, man. He, uh, I'm so glad he got that spot, you know, through the, through the years when he did. He was one of those guys that I'd see on the independents, and um, just like I always talked to him, and he was. It helped that he was a fan of kayfabe commentaries and was able to quote you shoot editions every time he saw. Him. But just one of those guys that like. You saw the work ethic. You saw how he treated other people. And you're like, fuck. He's just a good fucking guy. He's just a good fucking guy. Exactly. And I, a good worker, I, too, obviously. I think but. the term is he was a fucking dandy. He was a dandy. <laughs> and when he stepped off the bus into Hollywood. <laughs> he was a. He, make didn't, a know man any, out he of didn't know anybody. Um. AEW, the news on AEW. This we'll week. get mileage off the Rock Hudson documentary. Fuck everyone. Single handedly, the two of us will just talk about it every exactly. fucking week. To the point where you fucking will, you'll know everything that we, you'll know how we're, the fucking, how we're shot. Every vein <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> then she, you then she hooked up with Seagal and she lost all street cred. Oh, it's so funny you brought up Seagal. We're going to talk about him in a little bit. Oh, I love me and Tyrus. Send send Seagull uh, karate Instagrams back and forth to each other. It's it's non. It's did I ever tell you that the two grown men? Congratulations. Yeah, but I, I've got to tell you the story. So we're doing the, the Marlins uh, baseball game. Ah, uh-huh. and it's um. It's, it's a guy named Uncle Louie is, is 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 running the show, and it's it's the Nasties. Uh, I want to think it's Butch. I think Honky, Tyrus, myself, and I, and Goldberg, as I think Goldberg speared the the mascot or something like during the game. Mm-hmm. So that was our that was our crew. So before the before the uh, the game started, all the boys were together, and yeah, you know, they, they were a lot of them were were were, were visibly hammered. I was not. I was driving home after it, and I had uh, two hundred fifty-two miles to drive home, and uh, so that was the day that that, that Piper passed. So the nasty boys who were friends with with Roddy came in, and they just they said, hey, "We want to get everybody's attention." And they were up like, like on a riser, and they said, "We just want to say that they're both balling, you know." Roddy Piper passed away. I remember this one time he came at me, and tried to cut my throat with a broken beer bottle, and then going back and forth. And Tyrus and I. <laughs> Because he's as sarcastic motherfucker as I am. We just do this to each other. We just make eye contact. Like, So I slowly walk my way over 
he slowly walks his way to me and we're just like so you're crying over somebody and your memory is him getting so fucked up that he tried to cut your throat with a broken beer bottle (laughs) so now that's an ongoing that's also when we send one of those Seagull things back and forth it always has we, we actually take the time to type underneath it I, I I cry every time I see this. It reminds me of that time, and then he'll he'll either say in Oakland when you save me from the beer bottle, or I'll save him from the. It's an ongoing thing with Tyrus and I over this Marlins. I actually kept I kept the jersey. I ne- never keep any of the jerseys. I've actually worn it on this show that Marlins uh, baseball jersey. It's a, it's a badass jersey too. Marlins got sweet jerseys. Mm-hmm. It's too bad the team sucks. I was gonna say, but uh, yeah, fucking really that that and the fact that they, they they're I mean, fucking horrible in the hood. I mean, that's just the word. You couldn't pick a worse place to fucking build a baseball stadium. Bed Stuy, sure. <laughs> Bed Stuy Marlins. So, um, you know, Rick Steiner was. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, I guess, because it had happened a year ago, right? When we were when we were on the, not happened, a year ago, less than no, a year. It now, happened at uh, WrestleMania earlier, earlier in the yeah. year, right? Um, about the comments to Giselle, and um, there was some controversy this week because he was added to the roster of WrestleCon, which I thought was a was a terrible idea for the convention. Uh, staff, advise, um, uh, administrators, whatever, to do this. Just a bad look. Listen, Rick Steiner, fine worker, but this we're not talking about drawing Hulk Hogan money at the convention, right? Why open yourself up after what happened last year? It wasn't like there was a big coming to God moment that Rick had afterwards uh, publicly either. Why open yourself? To this criticism is all I'm thinking. Whether that for for Rick Steiner, like why do you not think there's going to be some kind of backlash? No, it's wrestling, right? So the, you know, the fake belt militia they they want their autographs, and you know they may not care whether he's there or not. So financially, from the fan standpoint, it might not make it might not be a big deal. So it would have been up to the workers if they felt so inclined to not participate in an event that would have uh, given Rick another payday after the things he said to and about Giselle. Now, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I've seen some of this shit posted, too, like, uh, well, what is it? No one's entitled to their opinion? Or, you know, we're so woke that... I don't know why I always slip into that accent when I have these these views, when I have to express these views. It just sounds better, I guess, coming that way, but... Um, so people saying that not in uh, First Amendment could say what we want it wasn't just said as his men. It, it was it was like an assault. It was like a verbal assault, very insulting, demeaning, and to Giselle. So a little different. Of course, Rick can have an opinion. You can all have an opinion on that. But when you're firing it off audibly, it becomes a you know a a a non uh, a less than lethal. So I just thought, why why put yourself through that if you're running this convention? And so then I saw subsequent to that, after consulting with some LGBTQ organization, 
that he had been removed for a failure to make any kind of apology to the parties. Seemed like it could it was have to all Brian just... Bell. Is it Brian Bell was who they talked? Yeah, could have just all been avoided if they didn't bother putting him on anymore. Well, what happened was somebody that 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 was bringing a lot of talent, uh, Tony Hunter, and he brings he brings Scott. You know, he always brings. He was he brought Scott to uh, to Knoxville. He's got like Steamboat, the Hardys. I mean, he's got you know he's got good, he's got good talent, and um, Ron Simmons. So I think that he was um, bringing, um, yeah, he's got Magnum, he's got Arn. Um, that 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 will go back to Arn. That was that was upsetting, um, but uh, I think it was just like, hey, can can Rick come? And I, I just don't think it just wasn't thought out. I don't think there was was any malice in it. You know, it's just I don't think say, hey, can Rick come? Yeah, sure. Like because there was an attempt to I, I, I can see why it happened. I'm not saying in any form or fashion that it was it was it, it, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have tried to even open the door. With it happening at a WrestleCon where he was that he was kicked out of, mm-hmm. and then and then turn around and come back to WrestleCon, I I wouldn't have done it, but Tony's like a, a really sweet human being, and he's the kind of person that believes everybody should get a second chance. That's who Tony Hunter is. So if you know the man, you would understand how he would, in his estimation, not want to, you know, make this make. That's fine. And and if I were on the convention, I'd say, Tony, I, I looked at your list. That's fine. Not this fucking guy. Too many fucking headaches from last year. Bring bring everybody else. That's all. Not too many headaches. A headache. It's not like he's... he's... Oh, no. It, yeah. No, no. But too too many headaches. Too many headaches. Too, too many it's, people. It's just a headache. It's just a headache. But it's a big headache. It's not, oh, he didn't get there on time. That's no, a headache that you go, all right. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, though, it's, it's not like this is he's a serial fucking abuser. I, 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 I guarantee you... That, that that situation played out in Detroit, there would be nothing that came out of Rob Steiner's mouth that was derogatory. He would never, he would, he will not not make that mistake again. I think that's how it was looked at. You know, the the thing is that people forget. Robbie's my age, mm-hmm. and he grew up in Port Huron, Michigan. He didn't grow up in Detroit. What's the? I'm not from there. What's the difference? It's not Detroit. Detroit. Growing up in Detroit, you were very diversified. Growing up poor here, and you're just not. There's a big difference between here and here. Mm -hmm. You know. And uh, then one might not be accepting of different people. And then then he went and, and he moved to Cherokee County. Which is, I, I guarantee you, Biden got one percent. You know, it's you know not exactly uh, not exactly some place where the the the, uh, the gay community is 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 in a, in a strong you know just. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that at one point, if it, it, that county 
was one of those last counties that had in don't let your ass be here when the sun that whole shit mm-hmm. that was one okay. of those places okay so that's where so not knowing pronouns uh, maybe maybe kind of you know like when when he was when he was growing up and you 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 landed on Mediterranean Mediterranean costs you two bucks to buy. Baltic costs you four. Now all of a sudden he lands in Mediterranean. It's eleven hundred, and he's still passing go, getting two hundred. I got to throw a flag. I, I get what you're saying, it's, but yeah, and you, you know what? And I could sit next to you at a table if I felt similarly as I'm signing, and Giselle walks by, and I could lean over to you and go, "I don't fucking get this shit going on. I just do not get it." And that's what you're talking about. But to start to verbally, it was horrible. I'm going to be careful with my verbs. It was uh, express loudly to the person. And I have people. That's a that different are, line. And I have people that that are involved in her life. I have a lot of a lot of my. I have several friends that are, that care deeply about that human being. So I am in no way fucking. I just think that there's a scene and against all odds and fucking James Woods and Jeff Bridges. What a great theme been, song too. You want to give us a little bit of that? Yeah. They, have they, they, no, I can't right now. They've been fighting over her, over, over fucking Rachel Ward, this whole fucking movie. And fucking, she just looks at fucking Jeff Bridges at one point and she goes, can it just one fucking time, you know, not be life or death? Of, like, fuck. Like, you know, like the, the, both these guys are pulling at her, and it's just like, I, I just I feel that way sometimes. Like, can we, can, can a human being make a mistake? I've known fucking Robbie Steiner for 30 fucking years. He is a decent man. He's not fucking, he, does, he doesn't fucking, I, I don't think he's ever. He's just not a fucking, he's just not a me. I don't know what fucking set that off. I don't know why that happened. It was wrong, but he, it, that you could name 50 other people. I mean, when, when I heard the, I, I said, Robbie? Like, what? And I think that there probably would have been a second chance had he just done one thing and said, I'm sorry. I keep my opinions to myself. I, that was not the forum for me to say how I feel, and I didn't mean to make anyone feel. I'm sure if you heard something like that from him, not the but best. It, it, it would have. It, it was. It was such a fucking horrible venue. That that didn't help, man. A very isolated, uh, you know. You've for... watched too much Suits. You're Rick oh, Steiner's it's... attorney right now. I'm not Rick Steiner's attorney. The venue. I'm just the fucking yeah. When when you have four. When I don't know anything about it, for fucking till the next day. That's if I was in the convention. Yeah. On on the convention floor, mm-hmm. I would have known fucking thirty minutes after the shit went down tops, and I would have fucking personally walked over there. 
Mm. Okay. So, so I mean, that would have made that would have made a difference of this right. whole situation when it first went down. Me walking over there and pulling him aside would have fucking been night and day how this played out. You know? Well, my only point being that the flip-flopping on the part of the convention just was a bad look for them. They should have just avoided it and just said, you know. Yeah, but it's, it's already, why even bring it up then? Because it's already done. Well, it's in the news. I didn't print the stories. It's it's, it's all over the news. That's how I found out about it. Well, you've, been, you've, been having a, you've had a hard-on for this all week. Oh, get out. You, you're smoking. You have. I did what I could. That was I, a joke. I, you think I? You think, uh, oh, he's referring to in the text somebody sent. I we had a list of stuff that we would cover, and so this was one of them. And uh, at that point, he was still coming to the event, and then somebody sent. Uh, it might have been Dom sent the art, the follow up article, and said he's been removed. So jokingly, I said, "Yep, did what I could." Yeah, we're fine. Bullshit. All right, listen. Bullshit. Enough, enough, enough of this frivolity. <laughs> it's time for Blue Chew and the Stiff One of the Week. Good. Because Blue Chew is the unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. They've been here long and strong with us since day one, and they are still here sponsoring the Stiff One of the Week segment. Um, you take these tablets anytime, day or night, so they can uh, so you can plan ahead and be ready whenever the opportunity arises for a little bit of the Heidi Ho. Process is simple. I want you to go to BlueChew.com, consult with their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best part, all done online. No visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging. Do they work? Do they work? Just go to Twitter and uh, hashtag some of those Blue Chew comments and find out if they work. Just got, had a tweet to us the other day uh, thanking us for turning him on to Blue Chew. Um, they're going to help you have better sex, and I want you to discover your options at BlueChew.com. Just chew it and do it, baby. We've got a special, as we always do for our listeners, try Blue Chew free. When you use our promo NASH at checkout, you're just going to pay $5 for the shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code NASH, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details on important safety information. We thank BlueChew for sponsoring the stiff one of the week. Uh, This one does relate to Steven Seagal. He is one of the individuals that are consistently talked about as being a terrible person to work with in Hollywood. Oh, he and, stiffs, he stiffs the stunt guys. And yes, uh, a lot of the well, stunt guys well, actually well known. Ha- have brought up issues, but then just generally terrible to work with. He was on Saturday Night Live one time, and uh, they were doing the Hans and Franz segment on Pump You Up, and they were joking with him, like, oh, you bet you can't even lift these weights with those tiny little arms. And in the writing meeting, he, he was like... Uh, he was objecting to the fact that they were making fun. Anyway, here's Tom Arnold with a great story about working with Steven Seagal on set. Okay, Steven Seagal, a great man. Great actor. I mean, this was his big 
chance. Joel Silver produced this movie. This is a big movie. And was it DMX? DMX. And Anthony DMX. Anderson is my partner in this movie. And Anthony Anderson and I have great chemistry. Hilarious. But, and Andre uh, Bakowiak, I, I got to get his name, was the director. He's this brilliant director. And we were shooting on a houseboat uh, uh, late uh, up in Toronto. And the, the director said, well, let's practice. Let's rehearse this scene one time. It's kind of complicated. We're sitting around, it's DMX or whatever, and Steve's goes like, I, I don't rehearse, man. And he goes, no, seriously, just for camera, will you let us rehearse? No, let's just shoot it. Let's shoot this. Oh, he goes, okay. So anyways, he starts, and Steve's goes like, well, I will tell you one thing. And he starts to get up. He goes, I'm going to kick all your asses. And he starts walking out towards what he thinks is the door, yeah. but it's not the right door. It's the door that goes into the ocean, okay? <laughs> I swear. And I'm going to say, oh, my gosh, you're going to the wrong door. But then I know what's happening, so I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> and he takes a step, and he drops into the ocean just out of frame. And, you know, at the time, he colored in his hair. He had about that much black, like, magic marker on the thing. He's a great guy, by the way. And he wouldn't wear a hairpiece, so he just painted in. And if you watch the movie up close, you could go, oh, my God, there's like an inch of black stuff. And he's, like, kind of fat for a muscle guy. Yeah. He's got very big wrists, so. And he's, you know, and he, but, but, and that, so I looked down. And I was like, holy buddy. And so he comes up. He's sort of embarrassed because, you know, and the black stuff is ready up. But, you know, that was fun. That was great. That's that was amazing. a great moment. That's but amazing. I remember going, I should tell him. And I look at the director, and he's like, and then he walks, and then. Last question. Last last question on the on the list. I love and Steven Seagal. He's a good dude. We believe you. Yeah, he's La awesome. And he's very sensitive. Wow. For real, like this, he's gonna hear about it. He's gonna say, "Why did you? Why did you?" <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, "Oh my God, it's an amazing story, buddy." Last last legend. Uh, great. La <clears throat> I would just fucking. Uh, Look at fucking Steven Seagal. Say, dude, if you ever watch yourself run, uncle, <laughs> I, I never defense rest. Oh, this is it. so. I want to go back to real quick the the the, the Steiner situation, okay? Because because he color does he color his hair at all? Is no, it, he, but what, he, what reminded you of of it? Well, walking being on a lake in 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 Toronto and walking okay. into the ocean. I think that fucking threw me off. The lake Ocean. I get it because it was probably one of the Great Lakes, and they do look like oceans. They look like oceans. They're vast. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so, no, but I, I just counsel wanted... counsel for Steiner. No, this is this is why I I think it upsets me to such a high degree. Uh, what does his behavior? Okay, because it's like I have several friends. That are, I mean, I love these guys to death, but they will fucking, they they will they will burn our constitution before they will see Trump for what he is. I mean, it's, and I don't get it. And you're Not, saying that Rick is one of them, is what you're saying. I'm saying that it's if you're not if you're not kosher with somebody who has a different lifestyle than you, I don't get it. I don't get where it, it ups. I, I I can understand that it's it's not for you, right? Yeah, that's my point. It, I I would never judge anybody. You know, like I, I would I would I would have so so fewer 
incredible people in my life if I just judged by what yours your preferences or what your standards are, or, you know. And it's the same thing as politically. I still love these friends of mine. It's just, it's very hard for me to absorb it. I mean, Don't I, you I, think that, and I, I guess I'll blame, I'll blame the Trump years for this, not necessarily him directly, but yeah, yeah him directly too. You used to be able to have some political discourse or maybe not even talk politics with somebody who was on the other side of the aisle from you and still be able to have a good time and fuck around or hang out or whatever. It just seemed in those four years, it went from, it became people's entire identities. It's like you couldn't even spend fucking time with people before they reminded you that there was a a deep divide and a line in the sand between the shit that you thought and the shit that they thought. No. Yeah. No. This I, is very it, new. As, as soon as you, as soon as you put a red that red hat into the equation, and that thing and that took off, that became. I mean, it, it became more identifying than than anything else I'd, I've I've ever seen in, in our country, and. I'm over that whole situation. I mean, he got, he got beat. He ran against uh, Biden. He got beat. He got beat beat by eight million votes. He um, tried over thirty times to to get a court to to hear the case. It never happened. Now we're it looks like he's getting not now. And I think what's what's happening is I guess what what really upset me the most is him still trying to play the victim after this, he got the letter on Sunday because basically what that letter is, it's, it's, it's the prosecution's way of saying, bro, fucking everybody flipped. (laughs) That's what it is. That's what this is. This is buddy. They've we we just fucking crossed everybody and they all said fuck that. Just like uh, what state was it that they that, that they had the electors? Like nine of them flipped. Georgia. Oh yeah, that was today. I saw. Yeah, yeah. Nine, nine, nine of those fuckers flipped, and then you got the sixteen up in Michigan. Sixteen in Michigan, yes. That that are they're all involved in mail fraud. That's like a twenty year. That's a twenty year ride alone on that. Right. So those motherfuckers will be flipping like. So you've got all this going on, but then I sit there today and I'm taking a shit, and I'm watching. I'm looking to. I'm looking at uh, John Stewart, and John Stewart is going over the fact of. Was he in your bathroom? Huh? No. Yeah, he was. He's in my fucking. I had the, the claw on my phone, and. uh so John Stewart is um is making the point of the the dude raised two hundred and fifty million dollars for him to go after and prove the fact that he was that he won. Mm-hmm. That two hundred fifty million dollars isn't accounted for. Like, like how is that not part? Like it's it, what. Having some fucking cl- classified information in your fucking bathroom or fucking like why why are we not doing the Al Capone here? 
following the money. Yeah, like why 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 are we doing this? I don't know if it's a crime to say help me with my legal costs here, folks. And he wasn't he wasn't. It wasn't in his office. legal cost. It was well. His, it was it was his cost for something that was that was clearly Barr had already said that it was fucking it was done. But his position was that it was it was illegally taken he, from him, but so he, he wanted to go through. And the, he didn't continue to spend any money in that in that avenue. Therefore, it was complete fucking. It was a complete fraud. Okay. So I look at that and I just say to myself, like, but still, what's he got? He's got 46, 47% of the Republican vote. Yeah. I I wonder what's going to happen, though. We still, that's, that's not going to. Well, that's, you know, so you've got the, you've got the case with the Stormy Daniels thing. Eh, whatever. Money, yeah. he, he tried, he tried to get that venue changed out of new york city that ain't gonna happen so that's 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 staying there then he's got the mar-a-lago uh the fbi raid because they they were weaponized because they asked for the fucking documents for a year but <laughs> god forbid you know after a year you say you know what motherfucker we're coming and getting our shit yeah exactly uh but uh it was and this, of course, has never happened before to a president. Well, we've never had a motherfucker committing felonies weekly. That was a great Rick Steiner impression. Congratulations. Thanks. So um, you keep fucking, man, you're, you're hard to fucking talk through. Hard to talk to? Through. You know, trying to keep a, a, a fucking pattern here. And, uh, trying I'm to keep just, it entertaining. Go ahead. Uh, okay. To pull your cock out. So... Um, I want to show you. Up. <laughs> yeah, out of a cold, out of a cold ocean. So he, um, they came out last night and they basically said that they needed more time for the Mar-a-Lago because they had um, one point one one three million documents, like three 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 days of you know. Three years of uh, sur- surveillance tapes and fifteen hundred and sixty-five classified documents. And I said, you know, and, and then of course the the judge on there that's a Trump appointee that already f- did some favorable things the first time this came through her, her court, um, and hasn't recused recused herself. She um, kind of thought for a minute, and then like the, the prosecution said. No, this is what we're going to go after. This is like they basically gave them a, a, a thesis of what they were going to going to be using, and if they gave that to the, the defense, you couldn't bring anything else into it after that. You know, discovery, so, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's that's it. You need to look at these things. This is what we're coming after, and let's go and let's get this because what's going to happen. And this is why, I mean, I might not like Donald Trump, but I respect the fuck out of him because he knows how to play this fucking system. He's trying to is push... respect the word, though, that you'd use? Streetwise? Fuck yeah. That's respect. Fuck, man. That's re- I, I respect... He's playing... He, he plays the game, man. He knows the game. 
How is he better at this fucking? How is he better at politics than anybody fucking else? He's got, um, because his followers are his his political followers do it because he was president and he was in power. If the numbers start to shift, you're not going to see. Washington follow or, or or the the GOP hardliners follow him, but his base, his people, the ones that stand out, um, on the corners with the flags on Saturday mornings, on one hundred in Flagler Beach. They're gullible, easily led, and indoctrinated. Drank the Kool Aid, so to speak, so that makes it a lot easier. When you've when you've when you've got to convince those people. God, you sound so much like Rick Steiner right there. Versus, uh, you know, you're very hard to talk through when I'm trying to make a point like this. You know what I want to tell you about right now? I want to talk about Florida man. Since we're talking about Florida, Florida man, Jersey guy, everyone's favorite. You're so mal- You're so fucking malleable. I'm malleable. I know. I I really switched. Um, switch hit. So, uh, Florida man, Jersey guy, two headlines. One a real Jersey guy headline, real uh, one a real Florida man headline. Yeah. This this turned into a fun game to now fucking me having to fucking call in CSI for fucking a landline. <laughs> no, but th- you'll appreciate this one. All right, let's see. Because we uh, last week you made a point that there was really nothing in the the blandness of the headlines to uh, to indicate. Right, there were no indicators. Well, here's a very similar headline. In the two stories, but you can sift through the evidence of the headline. All right. First one says, man caught after attempting to outrun police on a lawnmower and man arrested in ocean while fleeing cops. Man caught after attempting to outrun police on a lawnmower. there's 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 a Jersey Shore. And there's the Florida coast, so we 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 know that, that both both right. of those, and you you have there's grass in Jersey, and there's grass in Florida. Well, let's see how you do with this, young man. This is a this is the, this no. is fucking a fifty fifty. I don't agree. I just got to guess. I don't agree. All right, I'm going uh, grass Jersey. Other guy, Florida. Okay, now here's why I thought you would have gotten this correct. You didn't, but here's why I thought you would have. Those ride-on lawnmowers where you would attempt to outrun the police, if there's any, I mean, you've got a rig, I guess, that you think you can outrun the police on. If you're only mowing your lawn five months of the year because the, the snow is coming and the cold weather, would you invest in a rig like that? That's yes. a Florida machine. Uh, no, everybody that I know up in Michigan that's got an acre's got a fucking dr- riding lawn lawnmower. Well, you got a lot of wooded areas up there too. Here, There's, so you, you I don't know anyone you, in Jersey never that went has through that Jer- gimmick. Well, fuck, we're, 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 we're not talking fucking Hoboken. We're t- how about fucking you? Know, there's a whole fucking other end of fucking New Jersey that's got farms and all kind of shit. Well, farms, yes. Uh, you may oh, want no, something like that. Oh no, I'm saying you act, you act like farms. fucking like the only Jersey is what you can see from fucking Manhattan. I just I think 
that you've got a much higher probability when you've got it, you have to mow your lawn. You don't have a lawn, but if you had a lawn, you'd no, have to mow it. No, because I live on the 12, beach, so nobody, nobody. Twelve mows months it. a year. So I'm just saying, nobody. I don't. I don't see anybody riding a lawnmower anywhere I'm where I live. Fifteen minutes from you. Fifteen. Everybody on the block has a ride-on lawnmower. No, they don't. On my block, there down there, be, there, there might be there might be one fucking. Uh, Guy that has one in the back of a fucking pickup truck that comes and cuts everybody's lawn in the fucking neighborhood. And that guy has the ride-on gimmick too, and it's it, but you that's the only guy. That's it. The lawn. That's it. There's no. There's not anybody. You. It's that's. You might have thought that that was a good, but it was a horrible. It was a horrible fucking clue. It was another fucking fifty-fifty. And you gave me an ocean on both. I mean, it's like exactly. Well, I yeah, that one was taken. Well, that out, but was, it was the that, lawnmower clue. No, but it, 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 it was I. So I went opposite and went. Of course, the ocean would be the fucking Florida. So I'll go ocean. I, tonight, I feel like Vince McMahon, having been summoned to Indianapolis, Indiana, to sit before Kevin Nash, uh, Shawn Michaels, and uh, uh, Scott Hall. Very, that was very good. We were very cordial, very combative. No, we we, we fuck, there was there was nothing combative about that. Fucking... No, well, oh, maybe not. Maybe you were cordial to Vince. He got a he got a better uh, shake no, than he, I did. Tonight. He he came all you know he came all the way fucking down to fucking talk to his ape. He gave a shit. The, you know what? Could take care of that curly hair up your ass tonight. Manscaped. Manscaped. Let's just remember where this fucking show started. In Florida. With my son's death. So, yeah, I might have a fucking... I, I might not be having the best oh, days. do so, that, Kevin. No, I'm just saying, you're, you're, you're acting like it's fucking... Why would you watch this back and tell me you don't, you, you, who, who fucking got snippy? What the with the Rick Steiner thing? No, the, yeah, you just fucking no. just I mean, beat that fucking like a, a no and, and dead don't, dog. And don't invoke Tristan. You know, I I I bring him up respectfully, and I and I never I never make light of your plight or Tamara's plight or anything. And you know, hey, as T, much as I could be, T, you've been listening to this. What do you think? He's yeah. giving you the finger. I can no, see it. No, he said he said Uncle on the fucking Steiner shit. Listen, as as off the rails as this is going, the one thing that we can both agree on is that Manscaped's treatment of a man's beard is like no other company's. And you know what? It's time to unleash the beach beast within you. This summer, Manscaped is here to help you level up your beach game with their new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. They're going past... Uh, they're going past waist deep in the grooming game and diving in head first now. Okay, we're going to talk facial hair fantasies. And you are going to go to manscaped.com and use the code CLICK for 20% off and free shipping. Um, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. Okay, first off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard. Can you imagine that 20 lengths with the one guard? No more messy drawers full of extra add-ons and stuff. Titanium-coated T-blade. It's tough It's tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to 
uh, single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Beard shampoo and conditioner. Listen, you need to remember that your hair is different on your face. Your beard hair is more coarse, okay? It's easier to damage than the hair on your head. Next, the kit has Manscaped's beard oil, which Kevin told us last week can um, maybe work as a uh, uh, something else if you're alone in the uh, hotel room there. Uh, cap off the kit with the Beard Balm. It's a pomade that shapes, styles, moisturizes, and tames for a sculpted look to attract any fellows or dames. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code CLICK, K-L-I-Q, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code K-L-I-Q, Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. AEW has a banned move list, right? So this is what's what's come to the forefront this week. And so I'm going through it. Kenny Omega wishes that was a, re- a retro fucking. If we're going to take the fucking, the tiger fucking bomb paralyzed 91 out. The, uh, so it says that with this list, they need to be approved by an AEW coach and medical staff before talent can perform. I think my favorite is where's the steps? Throwing this no, like there it is. The bottom one, the the bottom one. Go to the bottom one. Bottom. What's what the, how do we not see, know what the bottom one is? Uh, chairs? No. It's scary. Ring ring steps. But okay. throwing they, people. They, but they into... talk about just the steps. It's the last thing on the fucking list. Well, everything's at the commentary table, bell table, guardrails, barricades. Something interesting that you brought up. Uh, you're not I... allowed to throw them into the step. Oh, there it is. Throwing people into, through, or over. Over when they take the, the bump and spill. Yeah. yeah. Throw through the steps? You're going to throw somebody through metals? What is this? A, did Marvel buy fucking AEW? What's the fuck is going It was on? interesting to me, Kevin, that they made mention of bumps on the apron. Because you, I don't know if we talked on air, if we were talking about Oh, fuck. Air about no, it. we were talking the, 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 the fucking, the, the giving people fucking moves on the, uh, yeah, spots and bumps on the ring apron. It's like. A metal I swear bar. To, I swear to God, this list was was taken off our show. <laughs> that would never happen. Um, so I'm so I'm going through this, and I don't think that any of this is untenable for a company to pull off, right? Uh, you you have some judgment calls here, like high risk dive or top rope moves. They put a few examples, the 450-630 moonsault, etc. Now, you're in the ring. You're calling a match. Is anything off the top rope high risk? Maybe. But that, that leaves a lot up to judgment. But a lot of the other stuff on here, kendo sticks, hammers, ring bells, thumbtacks, barbed wires, skewers, for God's sakes, aerosol sprays, I think any of this is unreasonable to say. I think right now Abby's saying, I'm so glad I fucking worked when I did. 
done. He's fit. He'd be finished. Be a manager. Um, cr- crowd brawling. Um, now I talked to you about this earlier, and your first reaction was, "You go WCW when Time Warner came in." Same fucking deal, man. Man, we got handcuffed. To you, it, and it wasn't so much. They didn't fuck with the cruiserways, you know. But the but the crew the, the the guys we had were were they weren't as crazy as they are now. But you know that that group of guys we had that worked at those we used to call it like Eric and I we, we used to call the car call them car crashes. Those matches those guys had were just you know, you watch that match that um, Eddie and Ray have. Oh, and God, yeah. raising that like purple outfit looks like kind of kind of like the, the the Black Panther, but uh, I mean, but now so you, you're up against at the time you're yep. you're West, up against Wesley hit us with Halloween Havoc '97, in case anybody's looking for that. Okay, hasn't uh, seen it. The uh, the at the time when Time Warner comes in you're up against the crash tv era of wwe attitude right and so now you've got to you've got to compete with what they're doing on tv i remember eric eric and i were sitting in the back of a limo we were leaving nitro and eric just looked at me and goes how in the fuck can we not get anybody over we can't get anybody new over. I said, like, who he goes? Like Val Venus. I'm like, because we can't have Jenna Jameson on our fucking television show. Like, it's it's one thing to say you're a porn star. It's another thing to say you're a porn star with the hottest porn actress on your arm. Like, you know, it's like Vince McMahon coming down the ramp. That's the owner of the company. Makes a difference. Makes a difference between, you know, Nick Bockwinkle coming down for WCW saying he owns the company. Right. So. When you guys would, would standards and practices be in the meetings with you? They were in our fucking booking meetings. Right. That's, that's what, that's what I remember. Yeah. So how does the, the discussion not become contentious? Like. Like you guys don't start overtly insulting the standards and practices people and and saying like no you do just you just it's a dude so you just make sure that every time you bring up something you take it two hundred miles an hour and so then, they can't decipher what you're talking about well no you take it two hundred miles an hour then by the time you cut it back to sixty miles an hour where you wanted to be they're just so happy that they're they think that they won. Okay, well, how about we just compromise? We just cut one of his hands off. Yeah, that's fine. Right, just one hand. All right, he's got because because yeah. you're throwing everything directly. It's like, like you're holding up this process. You're holding up this process. You're holding up this process. We can't compete because of you, you motherfucker. Are you gonna help us or what? And would you would you say that that overtly like you're never gonna get ratings if you keep taking away? 
what we do here? Would, would you guys? I, no, I, no, I would always babyface it. I know you're doing your job, man, but Jesus, I mean, right? We can't do ours. You know, we can't do ours. We can't compete. We, we can't compete against what what we're up against. What were the most unreasonable standards and practices objections? Were there any that you just didn't? I'm sure. I'm sure a lot you understood. So remember with Lenny like and Lodi. Lodi, yeah. Many Lenny and Lodi. It was it was an angle, and I was writing TV then. So, I wanted these guys to just get closer and closer and closer, and like finish each other's sentences. But this thing was going to grow over time, and I wanted everybody to think that these guys were gay lovers. But in essence, what it was is they had been separated at birth and taken to different foster homes, and they were brothers. They would not let me tell the front of that story and make it as graphic as it was to to, to make it where they were just brothers. You know, it was going to be just good storytelling. And it was going to it would, would have taken and, and put interest on Lenny and Lodi. And they just, they just said, no, we're not, we, we can't take that gamble. I'm like, Jesus, like, fuck, God forbid if we were to become like, like that, that's the whole thing. You're not overtly ever, like everything was supposed to be double entendre and overt. And you had to, you know, it's, you can watch a lot of things that have very mature uh, subject matter Mm-hmm. With a six-year-old kid, and they're not—they—they they, they don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. It's—it's it's like when you when you first realize and you have a child, and the child takes two steps and does the ass bump, and then if you run over to them, oh my god, they fucking man—they start screaming. If you no sell it, they don't know. They just took an ass bump. They got a fucking a diaper that's full of piss and waste. It's like they're fucking. You know, hitting a fucking mattress down there. It's like, come on, man. Right. And I'm where your kid hit t- t- takes that first fucking stumble into the fucking mm-hmm. coffee table, and you realize, okay, that t- <laughs> all tables have got to be moved out of this house now. So, do you think this is all necessary? Then that this whole list, and we know why the Time Warner thing happened. Big corporation, <sighs> corporate mentality. Um, I, I think here, that. I, I think that. A lot of people, I, th- I think that what you do, and this is just, I, I mean, God forbid I'm 64 years old, but what you do when you allow um, that much blood and that much just spot, spot fest, you paint yourself into a certain demographic that's going to watch that program. And it's, you're not going to, they haven't grown that, that audience. And there's a reason why they're not growing the audience because why in the meantime, you know, the WWE is doing some, some, some nice ratings, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I know I'm a Homer, I'm a WWE guy. I'm, I'm blowing everybody and Get my freaking get my legends deal. You know? But do you, but this, assuming this is an outgrowth of the attention 
that the Tiger driver got. Um, is this degree of caution necessary? Did it warrant oh, I this? Think you all... On this list, you've also you've got something like any physicality involving referees, managers, extras, celebrities, or special guests. So a ref can't take a bump now. Now, who didn't uh, Callis get get hurt? How did he get hurt? Don Callis got hit by a fan in Mexico. I want to say, bring this up so I'm totally accurate on this. Um, and uh, I mean things are a little crazy. Things are a little exciting down there. Tijuana, I believe, is the uh, location here. It was the main event of Triple Mania in uh, Tijuana. And uh, he was uh, he was attacked, I think, from behind by a fan, and uh, they were going for his uh, face, and you know, he was bleeding. Went to the hospital, and so they beat uh, the fuck out. Did they? So the fan was upset about uh, what he said, and he jumped him from behind, ripped his suit, quote, ripped his suit, concussed his eardrum, and busted open his mouth while he was trying to choke out Don from behind. So. Well, I mean, well, you brought that up. That wasn't planned. That was uh, certainly not a result of no. I just, I, I carelessness heard, on I'd part heard, of the federation. I'd heard that he got he got injured. He did. I saw which I, I was, I, I'll forget if I don't say it right now. So I'm I'm watching um, Dynamite's the, the Wednesday show, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm watching I'm, I'm watching Dynamite. And um, when I when I did Manchester, I became. I hope they feel this way. If they don't, I, it, I'm I'm not going to be hurt. But like Dax and Cash, and then I was already like I, I, Cole and me were kind of cool, and then Brett. Uh, so that was like the four of those guys. Are, I we sat and and we you know had cocktails every night, and I became you know, friends with them. So I. I out of respect, I watch their stuff. So um, they're the tag champs. Dax and, and Cash are the ta- tag champs, and so they they start the show last uh, last Wednesday. And so they're like, you know, fourteen minutes into this in, into this tag match, and you know. That's a long time. They've been pitching a pitcher and back and done. And one of the commentators says, "Well, I don't, I don't know how how he got to it, but he said, and we got a lot more to go than this in this match. Oh, don't touch that dial. The the real <laughs> wrestling match has a lot more. Yeah, this 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 match has a lot more. We got we got another. According to my according to my, my paper, format, we got seventeen more minutes." And I just sat there and I just went like, oh. Brilliant. But, um. Wesley's saying it was two out of three falls, to be fair. Yeah, it was two out of three falls, but come on. They, they knew. They knew. They knew exactly what the time, what the, what the time was going to be. So. Uh, who is, who are they wrestling? They look like, those guys look like they, they, they both done time. I've never seen either of those cats, and the one guy's like Jay White. Which one was kind of? He's the who's the taller of the two? 
Jay White. Jay. He, like, when they showed him, like, walk down, they, they cut a promo at the beginning. And they showed him when they came down to the ring, and I thought, ah, these are, these are, fuck, they're small fuckers. But he's, like, a kind of a taller, uh, they're both, like, they, they both look like they fucking could go, like, in, in a shoot. They both are wiry, and, but the, the, um, Jay, Jay White fucking, like, he's got that, I'm, I'm thinking, like, what are these crackheads? And they were just like, it's, and, and no disrespect to the Briscoes, but they kind of had that same vibe that the Briscoes had, you know, where it's just they, just something about them, you know, <laughs> just something about them. And that fucking Jay White, he caught my fucking eye. I don't want to get uh, off the Don Callis thing yet, since you brought it up in relation to what we were talking about with AEW. And it ties into here because of believability. No one wants a wrestler to be attacked. Fans should, of course, never cross that line uh, with any performer or athlete. Does but, Callis know anything? Doesn't he have like some kind of mixed martial arts background or something? But does, but does this not speak a little bit to the to believability and the the passion of the fans? Um, I just, I, I thought we'd never see a time again where fans wanted to get at. You're a TJ, man. With workers. You're in Tijuana. Right. So that's a part of it, right? The, fuck the, yeah, the crazy man. Mexican, or even like Puerto Rican fans, I always yeah, heard. Not fuck, Puerto Rican man. fans in Queens. I'm talking about Puerto Rican fans in Puerto Rico. The like that level. to meet you. That level. We're going to get a case of wine pie like we used to. Is this, is this a little uh, Rolling Stones? Uh, yeah. Is this phenomenal? You said you said Puerto Rican girls. I said, they're dying to meet trying you. Trying to meet you. So, but like as a heel, I, I don't, I'm, I don't, I, I'm, a, I'm an ignorant mark the way I'm going to ask this question, but there's a shred of truth in it that hopefully someone can articulate better than I. Is that passion not what, is that not the home run for a heel? You don't want your face clawed from behind. You don't want to be knifed like Blackjack Mulligan across his leg uh, in wherever the fuck. No, because I, I don't think so, man, because. But don't you go, I got him. No, yeah, you, yeah, you've got somebody mentally ill in the building because like, it, it would be like saying that you, you believe that the, 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 the the guy in your house, you, the reason you, you, you shot him 33 times was uh, you had saw the, the real Santa Claus earlier that day on the radar tracker, and you knew he was a turkey when he when he entered your house. But you're working as a heel, though. Not, not working as a heel for Santa Claus. Uh, I, I, I don't I, think wrestlers should be hit. I'm not saying that. But no, I don't. I, I just, like, when they used to toss shit. It, it the first night it was it was it was like when you walked out of the ring at bash in the beach b- b- bash at the beach we knew we had heat we knew we had heat and it was a little bit because that guy there was a guy that hit the ring that i clipped thank god he was drunk thank god he didn't know what he was doing you know but if it had been six of them fucking and one of them had a fucking box cutter it could have been a fucking really shitty night 
Absolutely, and we wouldn't want that. But just take right. how it happened. So, how it was, happened. So how the it happened. Garbage, all but the then, fucking but garbage. Then it, be, then it became opera conditioning, and everywhere you went, they thought it was okay to toss whatever the fuck they had. And a lot of the you know back then, a lot of places still served fucking bottles, bottles. of beer. So, so you don't go behind the curtain after Bash at the Beach, and Eric goes, "Worked." See that? See that? No, oh, not it, not excited it. by that reaction. Oh, absolutely, fucking. I mean, right. if you, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, if you showed up with fucking uh, to your senior prom and you were seventeen years old when Angela Jolene was fucking Tomb Raider. You're pretty much getting the. You're turning fucking. You're turning for your Hogan, analogies. You're, turn, you're turning Hogan heel. It's just like this is fucking. This puts uh, weird science to shame. You know. Oh, good lord. Well, I don't know. So Kelly LeBrock was fucking hot in her time. Kelly LeBrock was definitely. Is that name LeBrock? LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock, and that. Uh, yeah, then tell me so, anyone who was 15, 16, like uh, I was when Weird Science I would, came I think, out. I think I was didn't 21. Didn't go there. <laughs> I was 21, probably. Right. Like, God, maybe this technology will be real someday. Um, Sat with my wife the other night and watched fucking Jaws. Oh, the first one? The original? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just haven't, haven't watched that in so long. I remember Wrapping around the Southgate Theater to go see that in 1975. I was a sophomore in high school. And, like, Robert Shaw still, that's one of my favorite performances of, 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 he's so good. That, so we're, we're, we're looking at that and, like, you take the Martha Vineyard shit out of that. What a fucking cheap shoot that was, right? Well, if you've seen, there are some great, and you can find oh, yeah. them on YouTube, the documentaries you've seen. Yeah. Those. Okay. Yeah, when the I mean, fucking but... shark stopped working in the middle of the water, however many hours, setting up the shot. Shark's not working. Okay, there goes the fucking day. And um, uh, having to get only Horizon in the background because there was, you know, the 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 city around them. Right. so waiting until everything floated into exactly the right spot <laughs> speed um when we shot um for magic mike we would we would drop we would shoot for like 20 minutes and then turn around and drive that 20 minutes back to turn around and drive that so all that uh was consistent fucking- Everything was consistent. Uh, Sunlight. Yeah. You couldn't keep, couldn't turn it and come back and have the sun on the rock, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's, it. that movie people don't understand now because there's media all over the place. There's seven thousand movies sitting for you on Netflix when you're done here. There's shit all over your phone. There's Pornhub. But when you used to have to go to the movies to watch a movie, other than the movie of the week on Channel Nine or something. Um, God, we're old. What oh, totally I know. You hear people. You hear the comments already. Yeah. I can see them coming up. Um, but well, at least this week they can't say we agree all the time. Um, but what Jaws did to the beach scene, people Whoa. going to the beach, 
and fucking around with each other and teasing about the shark. It was phenomenal. No, buddy. I, I, we went down. I was, I came down with my parents to Daytona beach, like shortly after that for like, you know, and I, I didn't go. And I used to fucking, I used to go play fucking, I used to walk way, way down where there was these hoops across from the ocean. I go down there and fucking just shoot for a couple hours every day. Bounce my basketball the whole way back. And then I would, when I, I got hot, I would go through the beach walkovers and I would go out and I'd swim out as far as I could. But then I'd put the, the basketball underneath my knees and sit, sit so I could fucking float out there, which hmm. probably would have looked good for a hammerhead. But, uh, I, I, and I, I, did, I didn't go anywhere near the water. And I remember my mom telling me when she, when when Psycho, when the movie Psycho came out, like there wasn't a fucking woman on the planet that fucking showering took a shower. alone. <laughs> yeah, nobody took a shower. Everybody like, switched to baths. Like my mom said, it was like two years before she took a shower. And so, to see it on the big screen, I mean, those yeah. reveals when the shark would come up, those few shots they have with her, those jump scare moments of the shark. Seeing it on your TV at home is one thing. But seeing it, oh man, you know, fourteen feet. The first high. time when he says we need a bigger boat, and that you were in the theater, that was that was pretty fucking special. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, that was a great one. Listen, if you have any live events you need to go to, GameTime.co is where you're going to go. Trust me. Put the app on your phone. I showed you guys how easy it was for me to score tickets to Bruce Springsteen here in Jersey on the day of the show. Okay? Okay? There's a few things I want you to contemplate. Springsteen in Jersey, day of the show. When everyone was busy mowing their lawns here, I got tickets to Springsteen in a snap. Their interface is brilliant. It's the thing I love most about it, okay? You can bring up the map of the arena or stadium, click on the seats that have available tickets. You see the price right there, and it also gives you a seat view. From that seat of the stage or field or whatever it is or the court, whatever's going on. Talking sports, talking events, talking theater, all at GameTime.co. Put the app on your phone. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful, and they've made it fast, easy, and fun. And talk about fast. Minutes after I completed the transaction, the tickets were in my wallet on my iPhone, okay? This is the place for the last-minute ticket deal that you are looking for. The Game Time Guarantee, by the way, means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Do you hear that? 110%, for God's sakes. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use uh, the code CLICK, K-L-I-Q, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code CLICK for $20 off. Download the game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. I shouldn't be the only person with access to Kevin Nash to be able to talk to him and ask him questions. You have it, too, with hashtag AskNash. We also have our live audience here, courtesy of ClickThisTV.com. When you sign up, become a member. A mere $9.99 a month. You get to be here every week live, ask your questions, 
uh, voice your comments throughout the show. And you get exclusives like tonight's Nash and Friends with the great Kevin Sullivan. We're going to go back to those days in WCW and have some fun. But first, Rob D. says, hey, fellas, love the podcast. Somehow this clip came across my feed on YouTube. Kevin, do you remember this? And did you ever find the guy afterwards? This is, of course, the clip uh, from uh, Daytona on uh, MTV, right? This was the... Uh, this is Panama City. Oh, Panama City, okay. Yeah. Contact sport made for Ed and Dre's favorite spring break moment. This is a, uh, a news clip of the event. World Championship Wrestling Cohorts in NWO were attacked by an audience member. He hit him with a rock. It was a rock. It was a rock. Yeah, he hit him with a rock. So he started it. And Nash, who's seven foot three, about 425 pounds, he jumped off the stage. And then picked him up a body slam. It was the best best thing I've ever seen in my life. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. When the show's over, we want to press charges. We'll come find you. All right. Actually arrested the guy. So, um, obviously you found him because you 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 had him. Oh yeah. So 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 we I I had him arrested. Uh, What was it? A rock? Yeah, he threw a rock at me. Okay. And uh, it was so funny because he he threw the rock. And I knew where it came from, so I, I, I sold it, and I fucking just turned, and I looked, and I stared, and everybody fucking went like this to him. I just looked at him like, fuck, like, dude, like, you know, I, and I think it was by nature. And fucking, man, he took off running. I covered some ground and some fucking, I, was, I had to jump off that. Insane, I was, too, I was right? on that, Yeah, on that crippled leg. That's that fucking... That fucking mom picking up the car off her kid fucking shit. That's right. Adren- all I adrenaline spun- there. Yeah. I, I fucking was running behind him. It took me about three times like a lion. I was trying to fucking knock his feet together. And finally, I knocked his feet together, and he, tr- and he went down. And I fucking turned. And I pulled my, went to pull my hand back. He was a fucking little punk. Like, I saw oh. your hand go like this. Yeah. When you, had, you had him with you know, pinned with the one hand. Because I always it. open. I, op- I mean, my whole thing is. You, you, if you got a fucking temper like I do, you should probably bear palm before you punch him. Right. I always do. It's I the always, difference I, between I, manslaughter I, and assault. Yeah, I, I always, I mean, I always hit people with an open hand because <clears throat> I've hit people before with my fist, and it's just, I mean, just it cost me a lot more that way. Very. No, good. so this, so this, this kid got arrested. His fucking father and him file suit against me. <clears throat> so I, I, I get summoned. For so what? Wait, What's the charge? <coughs> Chasing the sun? I think they call it a witch hunt. So, uh, <laughs> right. Shouldn't have kept all those fucking documents in your bathroom. Fuck. So go ahead. They file suit. So they file a suit, and I call the attorney. I don't even get my attorney involved. In it. I just call the attorney up, and I said, "Dude, I said, you do realize." And I read him the case number, and so you can jot all this stuff. I said that your your client was arrested for what he did, and did fucking like nine months or nine weeks? No, nine months. He did like nine months in jail wow. for this. Because he was a, he was he was public intoxicated. I mean, they they 
They got him for some shit. Okay. So the guy calls the dad up and he's like, dude, you didn't tell me. He says, well, does that matter? He goes, yeah, it matters. He goes, the guy was, you can't sue somebody for basically a crime committed against them by the person. Right. You know, it's like OJ suing fucking, the, the, you know, <laughs> Ron Goldman. I'm, I'm fucking suing you. What are you, jerky boy? It's a punitive damages. Fuck, you hurt my reputation. So uh, I, I, I said, well, I, I said, I'll, you know, I was, I, I'll settle with you. And the guy said, well, what, what's your settlement? I said, I'll settle, I'll settle for uh, $1. I said, that's what I'll settle for. I'll, I'll give you one dollar. And he said, right, can you? Uh... I said, no, that's it. I'll, I'll settle for one dollar. I said, if not, I'm coming to get your K car. Like, I'm going to sue you. Uh, I'm going to come after everything you own. Because I haven't done anything, and this will be a civil suit. I said, and I, I promise you I got enough money to make your life miserable. I said, so either take a dollar and take it as a victory. Or, or just be done. And he took the dollar. Excellent. Yeah. Germinator, huge fan. Always thought Kevin Nash had the coolest nicknames, but wonder if you could steal somebody else's, what would it be? Anyone else have a cool moniker you would have gone with? Not, if you uh, not, not my daddy not, cool. Not my not my gig. Don't no. want to be. Don't want to be nobody else. Don't want no. Like no, cool. John Hickson, who was your favorite character on Suits, and when did the show jump the shark? For me, was the season after Mike went to prison. Yeah, I, I would. I would agree. Who's your favorite character? Mike. Okay. Now you know what. Had my finger on the button last night. Actually, the wife did. Turned on Netflix. You know left, what? Left it on the thumbnail. Trailer started, and I said, "You know, all the guys on the show watch this." We didn't dive though. We didn't go in. <clears throat> no, because you, 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 you're like me. You know, you got. You know, you're going away. You got shit. Like, the last thing you want to do is fucking be even semi remotely fucking watching anything. Like fuck that. Like this is you couldn't pick a better time to travel because like sports are in the fucking desert right now. Yeah, I watched Wimbledon the other day, and I'm not talking about the finals. I mean, I'm, I'm just talking no. about like <laughs> on, on a Thursday afternoon watching watching fucking two Spaniards. I, I've never fucking you know seed twenty eight playing seed twenty nine tonight. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. Uh, what do we got from the live audience? I know we have people here with questions. You Such a sports junkie. Signed up, for God's sakes. What do we got here? Brandon Grain, uh, Brandon Granger. Black Sales. Have you watched Black Sales? It was created by the same guys who created The Old Man. No, I haven't seen it. What uh, what uh, outlet do we get that on, Brandon? What service? What outlet? Um, let us know. Uh, who else? Steve says stars. Okay. I have stars. I have what stars on demand. WWEDXECW. Do you believe in psychic mediums, Kev? 
I saw one after losing a loved one. I received so much clarity and closure. There's no way I could have made it this far without that session. This is the young lady with the Rugrats blanket. I think this is. Do I? Yeah, I do. I, I, I believe in, man, there's really a, I, um, I think I'm way more, I'm more of a spiritual human being than I am a religious human being. I believe, um, I, I believe that there's some people that are just, uh, we're all mammals, you know, and like anything else, we're primal. And some, some of us have just, you know, there's always going to be that, 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 um, one that's just more uh, intuitive, more in, in tune with, with, you know, because we are, we're animal. Um, there was a lady that came up to my sister and she said, um, and she had, uh, had met my mom and she said, I saw you, I, I had a dream with your mom in it. And my sister was like, oh, really? And she said, yeah, she said, um, she was with someone and my mom, my, she, she thought maybe it was my dad, you know, Bob. And she next she names like some different people, maybe my aunt. And she said, um, no, he was, he was young. He was a young man. I uh, had dark hair and a beard. And I, I mean, I knew immediately that it was T. Like I'm telling me. Yeah, yeah. Immediately. I, I just went, went and, and Tamara saw and, my sister Kim thought the same thing too. Like, wow, like fuck it. And then when my later on, uh, my my wife had a, my my mom wore Bougeron, uh perfume, and um, my wife smelled Bougeron, and then she saw like a vision of my son with my my, my mom, and it was just like. Wow. And there was nothing said or anything. It was just like it was like my mom's way of saying, you know, I I I, I he's with me. And that's the thing that happened when when Tamara started his spot when she was carrying Tristan. And we both had that I tell it on that ghost stories show where we both um I was in I was at LaGuardia at that Marriott across from it. And I woke up in the middle of the night, like three o'clock in the morning. There was like smoke in the roof. And I, I thought the, the hotel room was on fire. And I saw this glowing thing. And uh, I just, I knew it was my mom. And I knew, I knew like it just was comforting. I knew that my son was going to be okay. And then I just, I went, I, I turned the light on. I looked around. There was no smoke in the room. There's nothing. I just went to bed, got up, caught my flight, but I went to the, over to the, Pay phones and I called my wife in Arizona and I said, You're not gonna believe you're not gonna believe this. And she, you know, had the um she was uh telling me what she saw, and then we kind of narrowed it down to what time it it, it, it happened, and then it was just like, like she saw the same thing. So it only made sense that my mom, who had seen all of her other grandchildren alive, would and hadn't seen Tristan alive would Oh. It would have been there for that. Um, she said, "You can see my psychic. She's psychic medium. She's in Saint Pete. I could definitely get you connected to her. 
if you'd like she's amazing yeah i I mean that's close enough and i mean i tamara and i were thinking about going like we want we're first thing we're thinking about doing is um having all three of our 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 stars read of what time because we're it's it's weird like we're all we're all born like at 10 o'clock in the daytime like nobody was, and we all were. I, I really believe, man. Like whenever you're born, like these fucking kids that get born at four o'clock in the morning, they're that guy that gets up at you know at five. It it is really funny. My my daughters were born on opposite ends. My one daughter was born just after midnight. My other one was born just after noon, and my little one that was born at midnight was a night owl forever i mean even from when she was little and now loves to stay up late it's funny yeah there is something yeah. to that yeah i i think it i think it's 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 like you're you're in there for nine months and that's you you get on some kind of a biorhythm and yep so. all right well thank you for that offer uh wwe yes thank you should i call you what, what does she want to give us her name i don't want to keep calling her wwe uh, she's amazing. Please tell him. I truly love to get him connected. All right. And, uh, we'll see if that happens. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch. See, this is what, uh, this is the family we've amassed. Like I yes. said. Oh, let's see. Jake station. Kev, have you ever been to DDP's Christmas party? If so, can you tell us anything about them? I went, I went to one of them and Scott Norton jacked fucking Van Hammer. <laughs> I think that's what, or was it Regal? Sounds fucking, like Scott Norton. I might Those have fucking been Minnesota guys. I don't know, let me fuck, tell you, man, I, I've got it, man. Was it Regal? Oh fuck, I'm getting old. Either way, it's good. But yeah, I. But it, fucking Regal's such a salty fucker, man. It just great. He's he's great. I, I mean, I just love him. I absolutely love Steve Regal. I worked with him when I was Oz, and he was a. He, they, they brought him in over at it's the London Arena, and um, I watched. He had a match with Giant Haystacks, and told such an amazing story, and bumped him. I mean, by far the best match of the night, because fucking he just psychology, and then I got a chance to work him on that. We were there for I think three nights. I got a chance to work with work with him. <clears throat> uh, Wes Bradley. Hey, Kev, wondering whose idea it was to put the favored nations clause in your first WCW contract. And if WCW denied the clause, would it have influenced you and Scott's decision to make the jump? Uh, we, no, Barry Bloom was the one that, that, that he was our, our manager agent. And he, um, no, he took, he, he, his, his, his brilliance took care of a, a, a lot were you the guys uh, the first ever wrestlers to have the clause? I think, I think, nah, yeah, I think we were the first one to have favorite nations. Excellent. Hulk, Hulk just had the Hulk. <laughs> he, you know, Hulk didn't need a favorite nations. Hulk was just Hulk Hogan. Hulk, right. He, he had the he had the, uh, the the red and yellow uh, nations. Right. That was the, the that yeah, merch that brother. merch deal was the brother. favorite nations. <laughs> What else from the house here? Come on, let's get some more of our people in here. Let's see. Ryan Channel with, uh, what was it like doing the empty arena matches in 1996 with Scott Hall? How was the process uh, briefly since it hadn't 
really been done before? Well, they wanted us on television, and we kept telling them that the like we we. we I'm a stickler for, for, for shit that like details. <clears throat> so if we did a tape show and WCW didn't want us at their events, they would edit us out of the show. Simple as that. So they were like, Oh, that's just your, your, your guys way of not doing Saturday TVs. I said, no, we'll do Saturday TVs. I said, but we'll have them brought to you by, by us the NWO, DiBiase was the money guy back then, and we would, and we'd bring these guys in, and, and Scott and I would pay the, the 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 guys, the enhancement guys, we'd pay them extra money because we beat the fuck out of them. You know, we you guys would them. go into your pocket for them. Well, yeah, to give them a little extra because I mean we because man, when there's nobody in that building, it, you can't be throwing working punches right yeah they got to kind of i mean you could everything we did most of the shit we did was you know snug but it was wasn't in their face right right. like across their back fucking you know stuff like that but this we i mean we laid it in we fucking uh who else from the house here seeming to work uh, James Bedford, hey, Kevin, you interested in writing a book with your career spanning from basketball through the military wrestling and acting career, balancing it with family life? It would be a day one read. I think I know the answer to this. Yeah, it's just same as my wife when she says, you've been everywhere in the world. Why don't you have any pictures? I'm like, I have them all right here. And that's where they'll stay. <laughs> it's just like my life. I didn't live it for nobody else. What about something like um, advice book? Not necessarily your whole life, but like we talked about being the first one to put a favorite nations clause in. You've negotiated with the biggest names in wrestling in our lifetime. Uh, Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff, worked for Ted Turner, worked just an, an exploration as a fan. I'd love to read about the business of wrestling and how you were able to navigate Barry, it. Barry and I have, Barry and I actually talked about just talking about that. The first couple of years, how, you know, shit was just, cause it was, you know, it was like landing on the moon. Like shit, you know, shit still hasn't happened. Gordon fucking, uh, right. It was all in the studio. It was, yeah. uh, what's his name in England? Yeah. Kubrick. Kubrick. Right. But, uh, but Aldrin, you ever see some of those Aldrin clips? Buzz Aldrin, what about? Him? Yeah, yeah, he's he was the second man on yeah, that. Right, where the the the, the, the eight year old girl goes, um, uh, what well, what was it like to land on the moon? He goes, that's not a question for me. That's a question for you. And I'm just like, like maybe maybe you'll do it in your lifetime. I haven't. Oh, he, he, oh, really? Is he? Is he? Oh, yeah. There's a couple of. Uh, go, go ahead and look that up. Um, I think the only thing is, you, it's hard to hear Robert Kennedy. He's, he's talking over all the clips. I say, hey, right there. That's why they fucking weaponized fucking the space. The space thing was weaponized. Jews in space. 
<laughs> Who's next from the house here? What do we got? Anyone uh, Anyone want to shout out? Humberto would be awesome to get shouted out for Mr. Nash and Sean. I've been a day one diehard and just became an 11 soft member. So We saw that on Twitter today. I did see that. Thank you, Humberto. Thank Welcome. you, Humberto. Make sure that you come to, uh, tonight, which is Monday, July 24th. And join us for Nash and Friends at 8.30 with Kevin Sullivan. David Vimboglin, what was the most painful thing some fan threw in the ring and pelted you with, Kev? Didn't get me, but I watched, um, we were at Sturgis. And somebody, I don't know if they still make them, but I, I swear it was like a Powerade 48-ounce plastic bottle. And um, it got tossed from the crowd and it was probably a little bit more than half full but what happened is when it got tossed it started like the centrifugal force and then once it got to the point where it hit, it hit its apex and started to, to to fall all that fucking Gatorade the Powerade that was in it went went forward like a, like a heat shield would in a, in a spacecraft and I watched that thing come out of the fucking darkness and hit Scott Norton right in the fucking forehead. And it was like a brick hit him. I mean, he went right down. I mean, it didn't wow. knock his ass out, but it fucking, I mean, it was enough to fucking probably scramble his fucking noggin. And it probably would have killed any other human. But fucking I think Scott. it was Regal that threw it, though, right? It was, it was no, it was Van Hammer. That was Van Hammer. It was Van Hammer that, that fucking. He threw his guitar. With the guitar, the flying yeah. V. Uh, all right, let's see what we have here. JP says, what's good, fellas? Kevin mentioned Slipknot on last week's podcast, and it got me wondering, what's on Kevin's workout playlist? By the way, I totally agree with playing Quiet Storm with the Lady. Uh, do you have a playlist, a specific workout playlist? or you just See, I'm so old school. I walk into the fucking gym. If there's music, there's music. If there's not, there's not. I'm not going to have fucking earbuds in. I'm not going to have fucking... I can work out to fucking the Carpenters. I can work walk, work out to ACDC. I can work out to fucking Bullets for My Valentine. I can work out to fucking Year of the Cat with Al Stewart. So... Uh, and if there's no music, you're right with just the, the, the yeah, clanging the, of the, the machines. The, the, the old... The old uh, Joe Gold's gym in Venice, and especially when he moved to Washington, I trained there a lot. Joe never had music. That was just a thing. You just there was no music in Gold's gym or World. I'm sorry, World Gym. There wasn't Gold's, but when he when he moved uh, to to the World Gyms, they, they took the. Yeah. What was that? The restaurant in in uh, uh, was a firehouse? Was it called? Yeah. In, Fuck uh, yeah. I think oh, I still, no matter what, when I go to LA, it's I try to get to the firehouse. All right, all right. Anyone I, else Adam, in the house? Adam lives. You know, Adam lives in, in Santa Monica, Venice area. So, Adam Rodriguez. So, Rodriguez. Yeah. And I, it's, that's one person I I don't miss when I, I make sure I see him. The kids. All right. Very good. I'll give a last right. shot to someone in the house before we. Uh, Wrap up the fun. Does anyone have anything else? All right, we'll get Humberto. Very fitting. I'm a Raiders fan, and I remember 
that the culture and colors were a big influence for NWA, especially Eazy-E. Did NWO feel the same influence? Did you guys remember I used to have that big, uh, had a big long uh, Raiders coat that had a hood on it. It was leather. It was like a starter or something. And it was a, a triple X tall. And I left that motherfucker in like a limo or somewhere. Oh. And it was just like, that thing was so, it was, it was, God, it was, but that's what happens when you, you're in, you know, in the, in the wintertime when you're in, in Minneapolis on a Monday and then you're in San Diego on a Thursday. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Just shit taking gets, shit off. Shit gets, yeah. yeah, shit gets left. All right, everybody, what more can I say? What more can be said this week? Click this. I, I have a, a Florida guy, Jersey guy for you. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, go ahead. All right. A guy drove a Chevrolet into a 7-Eleven and robbed it. Okay. A guy drove a Ford into a 7-Eleven and robbed it. Okay, which one's which? Okay. So, th- there's more to the headlines that you didn't read. A guy drives a 7-Eleven into a Chevrolet because of the icy tires and a guy drives a Ford that's, that's, into. So I, I, the icy I, tires I, I, I were the lawnmower. <laughs> Look, I need an enema after the show. <laughs> this has been a production of Butch and Sundance Media Producers in Association with Podcast E, created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash, copyright 2023, Butch and Sundance Media. License and taxes and fees apply. Uh, Kev, we doing another? we're doing another one together, aren't we? Monday. Yes, tonight. When you see us tonight, I'm getting on a oh, very special plane. <laughs> very special... <laughs> I'm shooting a, down a, a portal. Yeah, Sean will be Sean will be getting in a portal. I'm transporting down to. Uh, I'm going to see if we could do a, a studio setup. I just want everybody to keep. That's a, that's a, that's a Sean Oliver fan to keep keep an eye out because word has it he, he shows up to Richmond a lot this time of year. That's true. I always <laughs> do show up to Richmond, and if you're around tomorrow night. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and. Um, uh, Join us tonight, and if you're not an 11 soft member, you should be at clickthis.com. If not, we get you next week. Deuces.